Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, friends. Hello, everyone, even if you're not a friend. Hello, all people, and welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. Well, we'll talk about what a great job this Cowboys team has done carrying their game-managing quarterback to a lot of success. <laughs> Get ready to play with Bill. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh from 97.1 The Freak. Kavanaugh! This is my dear friend, sweet man, and former Dallas Cowboys wide receiver, Jesse Holly. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. And we, of course, are brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. All the major sports are in action this week. College football playoffs ready to get going. Bet Online, your number one destination for all your sports wagering info, including news for pro football, NBA, upcoming fights, NHL, all the things. Head to the website, get in on the action, see all the updated odds for the week, like Dak Prescott to win MVP, even though he's just managing the games. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts hey jess what's up brother just chilling you think this cowboys team is good enough to carry their quarterback to victory sure and vice versa he's good enough to carry his team to victory (laughs) (laughs) you know the funny thing is is we'll we'll talk on the topic real quickly um for for years and years and years and years and years and years and years we've we've put this negative connotation on like game managers or or bus drivers or anything like that. And I've always said, um, you know, I I used to work in the school system. We've all driven through neighborhoods where the bus picks up kids all over the place. Uh, And just think to yourself, just think to yourself for a minute, how important of a job is the bus driver that is picking up your precious children, your most prized possession every single day, pick up and drop off. You think that job not important to some people? You you think parents want the bus driver just out there willy-nilly, busting donuts, fishtailing, uh, swerving in and out of lanes, busting through red lights? No, nobody wants that. People want their drivers to be 10 and 2, get them to their destination. Successfully is the key word. Make sure that you're doing the speed limit. Don't do anything recklessly. Bring my kids to school. Bring my kids home from school in one Peace. So if a, if a guy is a game manager, if a guy is a game uh, bus driver, uh, which I don't think Dak Prescott is, um, there are times where I just want you to get to the finish line successfully. And if that's by one point or by 40 points, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Nobody, only thing that people remember are the winners. They don't remember the losers. They don't remember second place. They don't remember the because he was a reckless driver or he was a reckless quarterback. You don't win at the end of the day, and you're an L7 weenie. Nobody cares. So uh, this narrative about bus driving or whatever it is, like, okay, great. We're getting ready to play a quarterback in Josh Allen who has an arm cannon, who has terrible – I mean, he has a bazooka for an arm, has terrible gun safety. He didn't have gun safety on that bazooka. He just, he just, he got to, he just shooting that thing willy nilly, right? And all the talent and all the plays that Josh Allen can make, you know how many championships Josh Allen has? And that's all that matters. You know, all the arm talent that Joe Burrow has, 
You know how many, you know, and he doesn't, he's not a game manager. He's a game changer. You know how many championships he has? And even for all of the greatness that you look at guys like Brett Favre and you look at guys like Aaron Rodgers who had this extreme arm talent, and was, you know, they don't, they didn't win. They, they, they got one. So it's, it's like, I, I don't know. It's, it's always this kind of give and take thing. And, and I don't, I don't knock Cam for what he said. I think Cam has earned the right to say whatever he wants because Cam was a special player. I do believe that Cam Newton was a special player. He was a unique individual that we had never, ever seen before. We had never seen anybody that big, that strong, that fast ever in the National Football League. And so he has a space where he's earned the right to say certain things, even if we don't agree with it. But, yeah. I like, the, I like the way that Cam managed the game while he would run and get first downs and score and manage that way to make sure that the team got <laughs> – he would drive the bus of his team's offense – by running and throwing and getting first downs and scoring touchdowns. My only thing about game manager and stuff is sure, uh, we it's a way longer segment than we have here, isn't it? Because it like you could go to the who's considered the best quarterbacks of all time, and some of them are considered system quarterback, but we wouldn't say bus driver, or we wouldn't say game manager. So really we're just haggling over stupid words that don't actually mean anything. Because anybody who played for Bill Walsh, that's Joe Montana and Steve Young, like you were a system quarterback. Cool. You were two of the best quarterbacks of all time. Uh, Alex Smith was really good in Andy Reid's offense before Pat Mahomes got there. Is Pat Mahomes a system quarterback now? No, because he took what was being done, and he was better than that. Uh, when Cooper Rush played games for Dak Prescott, you scored 14 points instead of 30. So is Dak driving the bus, or did they have to get a whole new car when a different guy came in? Like It's all silly. I think if you want to put those guys in that category, I ask what happens when you get to third down and the other team knows you're going to pass. And if your quarterback in those scenarios is one of the best guys in football, he ain't managing the game. You're asking him to win the game. And that's what Dak does. Third and long, third and must throw, best quarterback in football this year. Always good at it. That's a kick-ass quarterback. That's the truck, not the trailer. When you play the Philadelphia Eagles – were you asking them to, hey, we're going to get all the stops in the world and eventually we need you to score? Or did they say, score every effing time and eventually we'll get you a stop? Like, yeah. that, that, tells you what, that tells you what's happening. But anyway, we're playing the Bills this week, Jesse. Yes. And I want to ask you, the first thing I want to ask you, because I saw I've been waiting for this. We ha I've been waiting on weather reports. That's what I worry about is the weather. And uh, here's the official weather report. We have our full forec uh, forecast from the National Weather Service. They wait until late in the week now for accuracy. Sunday in Orchard Park, 15 to 18 mile an hour wind, gusts up to 31 miles an hour, chance of rain 80%, high near 50. So it will be windy, it will not be cold, and it might be raining. How much does it matter? Well, you know, um, you know, Jerry used to say that the hole in the stadium at AT and well, at Texas uh, Stadium, and now at AT and T Stadium, when he wants to open the roof, that's because God's a Cowboy fan. And well, lo and behold, don't know if you've been outside this morning, but it's about fifty. It's raining, and there's winds probably around fifteen to twenty miles an hour. How's it so windy? Perfect opportunity to go outside today and practice. You think they will? I, I would I, if, if Mike McCarthy is worth anything, they should. They okay. should go outside and, and practice today. I, I mean, you, you should feel some of the elements, even though Friday practices for the Cowboys um, are reverse. 
that it used to be. It used to be Saturday practice was kind of a walkthrough, but now Friday practice is a walkthrough, and then they ramp up on Saturday. That's why we see guys get hurt sometimes on those practices on Saturday. But um, no, I'm not concerned with whether if you've played football, if this is your first year ever playing football, like uh, okay, then you you. But that's played in rainy weather before. I, I mean, like CDs played in rainy weather before. Hell, Michael Parsons went to Penn State. He played in cold, wet, rainy, windy weather before. Like, these guys, Stephon Gilmore has been in the National Football League for damn near 12, 13 years, 12 years. He's played in the, he's played in New England. He's played in cold, wet conditions, right? This isn't, this isn't a new thing for people. If you've been around this game, if you've actually played this game in high school, college, or any time during your time in the pros, you probably played in some weather situations, it's just the nature of the beast. Now, if you were telling me it was torrential rain, if you were telling me it was, you know, feats of snow, okay, cool. But a little bit of wind, a little bit of rain, you know, take care of the football, be a game manager, oh, don't no. turn the football over, don't turn the football over. I think everything will be fine. You saying slow down the bus a little bit? A little, bit, a little, little bit. Take a little caution on your turn. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, tires are good. Not that I expect that some wind and potentially some rain is going to stop the Cowboys from being a good offense. But would you would you say it's at least advantage to the team who runs the ball better? Because that's something that Buffalo is pretty darn good at. Is James Cook is a really good runner. When Josh Allen wants to run, he's a hellified runner. The Cowboys don't handle the running quarterback well. What I am building up to tell you is that people are going to be mad at me in the comments maybe when I predict this game. Um, and that's all I'm asking is do you think that if you had to move your needle of advantage to one team or the other based on the conditions, does it move at all? Uh, I mean, yes, Buffalo is used to playing in this weather, right? It's they're, they're at home, so they have a comfortability level. I'm picking the Cowboys uh, yes. by 100, of course. <laughs> but I, coming into this week, my game plan for the Cowboys before I looked at any weather, before any of that, and I thought I thought maybe, just maybe, and maybe I'm wilding. I thought even last week against Philadelphia, Mike was kind of foreshadowing what he kind of wanted to do going forward. You saw much more uh, uh, run presence from the Cowboys in that game. The split backs getting almost equal carries, 16 to 12 carries, seeing both of those guys get work. When you cut on the film, at least when I did, when I cut on the film and I watched this Buffalo defense, I saw a bunch of guys, you know, Ed Oliver. I saw guys like uh, uh, Leonard Floyd and Von Miller and, and Russo and all those guys. Those are, they are, they are pass rushers and they are high in the sense of not smoking a spliff, but in their leverage, those guys want to stand straight up. They want to, they want to, uh, and they want to hit you with speed. The days of the fat guys just being fat and plugging up the holes and just saying, "Hey, two guys are going to have to block me no matter what," are dead. Thank you, Aaron Rod. I mean, Aaron, uh, Aaron Donald, because you made everybody believe that defensive tackle is not going to go and get ten sacks. So now Ed Oliver wants to go and get ten sacks instead of being a run-stopping defensive end. And I think that's the advantage for the Cowboys. They are very high in their approach to attacking the offensive line. And if you can establish uh, some running lanes for for your for your running backs, Tony Pollard and Rico Dowdle. I think that you have an opportunity to have success. And with that, now you start bringing up linebackers, start bringing up safeties, and when the moment presents itself, you have. Uh, I think that CD Lamb has the advantage over any one of the DBs, Rasul Douglas or Benton or whoever is guarding him. I think he has the advantage over those guys 
Brandon Cooks and other, uh, you know, and, and other receivers have the opportunity to, to, to make some hay in the passing game. But I, I thought from I thought from Monday when I when I cut on the film, the Cowboys should have to run, 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 run all day long in this football game and make those dudes up front for the Buffalo Bills actually have to commit to stopping the run because they actually don't want to. They much rather just rush the passer, and that's why they like to get in these shootouts because it, it it favors those guys being able to be pass rushers instead of bona fide run stoppers. Well, I think most defenses also like they, even though they're not good at stopping the run, it's NFL teams in twenty twenty three. They want you to run on them. They, they dare you to run on them because most teams just don't think that you've got a twelve to fifteen play drive where you won't f up in you. Like, if you're going to keep trying to run, keep trying to run, good for you. I dare you. I bet you won't. Um, and it might be a game because, yeah, they're not a they're not a good run-stopping team. They're a better pass defense. Uh, that's true of the Cowboys, too. And so, yeah, this it does become a really interesting, fascinating game because it's two, two teams that are carried by their offense. The Cowboys have a better defense than the Bills do. There's two teams that want to score a bunch of points that are looking at the other team this week and going, all right, it's going to be windy. It might rain. We're really good at scoring points, but I don't know if we want to try our best to score points every play this time out. We might want to attack them running the football. And so I don't know what it looks like, but I do think that we're in for a game that is going to be, I don't know if I have a coin. I don't have one, but I do think they're they're going to score somewhere 25 to 30 points, both of them. And we'll just see which one has the higher number at the end of the game. And I don't know who it'll be. I don't have a good feel for this game. I like that it's two really, really good offenses. The Cowboys have a better defense, but the reason the Cowboys have a better defense is just how many turnovers they force. And so that probably has to be the difference in the game. When the Cowboys don't force turnovers, if I eliminate those plays from um, from your stats and your rankings, they become very similar to the Bills. They become a middle-of-the-road NFL defense. They're good because they take the ball away. So I think the Cowboys have to take the ball away, and if they don't and it's just we play straight-up clean football, I do think that Vegas is right, that you might be this much better than them and they're playing at home. So I'm going to take Buffalo 30-27. to 27. That's what I'm going to do, Jesse. Whoa. Whoa. Or Cowboys 30 to 27. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Here's the no, thing, guys. It's really hard to predict the future. <laughs> and Vegas tells you this is a very close game and that Buffalo is going to win by two or whatever. And so if I predict that Vegas is probably in the right ballpark, you can't get mad at me. Yeah, but this would be a really nice win if the Cowboys get it. I think you're playing a team that is better than Philadelphia and you're doing it on the road. Yeah, I think this team, the Buffalo team, is better than the 7-6 record that they wear. Um, when you when you when you actually sit down and look at them, you go, wow, this team is this team presents some some issues. Josh Allen, he is a guy who the play is never over, right? Like he is he is arrogant enough and his talent to say that I can make any throw, every throw, no matter if I'm falling out of bounds or if you're if you're if you're at my feet or if I'm running left or running right or backing up, he feels like yes. And that might be why you win the game. And that I was getting there, I was getting ready <laughs> to say, and I was getting ready to say. It's in those moments where Josh Allen will stare down a receiver, will throw the ball in places that he should not throw the ball to. He, at times, are, are late, and especially on the outbreaking routes. And I love this for guys like Deron Bland and guys like Stephon Gilmore, who always kind of play in that, in that area of kind of outside, uh, inside out, 
So if if Josh Allen is looking up and he said, oh, I can make that throw, and he thinks he can wing, whiz one in there, and the wind takes it a little bit, and it falls behind the receiver, the Cowboys have guys like Deron Bland, like Stephon Gilmore, who will undercut those routes and step in uh, and make the interception. They create the turnover that you were talking about. I think this is a game where Josh Allen, who I, I saw a stat this morning, who has thrown an interception in every single game uh, this season, a stat that hasn't happened since 2015 when Peyton Manning did it. So, I mean, if, if we're doing, if we're saying what history in Vegas says, he's going to give us one today. He's going to, I mean, on Sunday, he's going to give us an interception. Now, maybe that may be Deron Bland's six pick six of the, of the season. Maybe it might be someone else's, but I think the opportunity will be there. Um, but the Cowboys have to be willing to defend and defend and defend in the passing game when you're dealing with Josh Allen because the players never over with him, whether he's in the pocket or outside the pocket, he's going to try to find a way um, to make a play. He runs better than any running quarterback that you've seen thus far. He's bigger, stronger uh, than any quarterback that you've seen thus far. And even when you hit him, even when you hit him, he gets up. He's he's like that. He's like that little clown with the weight at the bottom when you punch it, and it goes boom, 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 boom. He's gonna get back up and come at you again. Um, but I like the Cowboys in this one. I, I like the Cowboys on the road. And, and to me, if you're going to, if nothing else changes, the Cowboys have to say to themselves, "We're going into the playoffs, and we're gonna have to go on the road and win some football games." Mike McCarthy said it this week. He said, I love this type of atmosphere going into Orchard Park with Bill's Mafia. He said, because you get the playoff atmosphere, you get a playoff caliber team without the playoff consequences. So the Cowboys get an opportunity to go out there and showcase what they can do in an atmosphere versus the playoff level caliber team in a playoff caliber atmosphere in Orchard Park in the Bill's Mafia. And win or lose this game, you know, if you lose this game, it's not like you're going home. Right in the playoffs, but you get an opportunity to go out there and work on your cadence, maybe even some of your no, uh, uh, your, your no huddle, maybe some of your silent count, all those things that you're going to have to be ready to do. Because even here's the thing even if the Cowboys stay at the fifth seed and they have to go and play the NFC winner, NFC South winner, right? You're gonna you might have to end up going to a place like New Orleans, and you and I both know a place like New Orleans in the playoffs, they're going to get pretty loud now. They playoff caliber team but that atmosphere can, can can contribute to you having some false starts some delayed games some miscommunications that could ultimately you know hurt you on, on a drive so being able to come into this atmosphere and be able to do things like that i think is imperative for this cowboys team and it's another notch in the belt another notch in the belt we know what they can do at home if they can go on the road against a good quality football team and win another game it does, it does wonders for their confidence, and it also continues to put the world on notice that the Cowboys are, in fact, for real. I, Give of course, 2820. What, 2820-20? 2820-20. That would be pretty convincing to me if you – I mean, it's one score, but whatever. Um, I hope you're right because the dream would be that at 6.30 on Sunday, the Cowboys are 11-3, and three, and then at 10.30 on Sunday – the Eagles are 10 and four because I think Seattle can beat them. If Geno well, plays, I think Seattle can beat them. I don't know if they will, just like the Cowboys can beat the Bills, but we're just, we're staying true to form on this show. I've always been a hater. Jesse has always been a homer. And so we're just staying, we're staying true to form today. I'm believing the Cowboys. Um, and I'm done. Thanks to our friends at Bet Online. Thanks to my friend Jesse Holly. Thanks to you guys checking us out. If you're listening in audio form, also know you can see our beautiful faces at youtube.com slash Jeff Cavanaugh. 
we are believing the Dallas Cowboys. He is Jesse Holly. You can see him on Unfiltered with Jesse Holly. Look that crap up or else. Remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through, so be cool to everyone, even me in the comments, no matter who I pick. Be cool to me. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.